The Adventures of Chatterer the Red Squirrel. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. And now, The Adventures of Chatterer the Red Squirrel by Thornton W. Burgess. Chapter 1. Chatterer the Red Squirrel Runs for His Life. Chatterer the Red Squirrel had been scolding because there was no excitement. He had even tried to make some excitement by waking up Bobby Coon and making him angry that Bobby had threatened to eat him alive. It had been great fun to dance and call Bobby names and make fun of him. Oh yes, it had been great fun. You see, he knew all that time Bobby couldn't catch him if he should try. But now things were different. Chatterer had all the excitement that he wanted. Indeed, he had more than he wanted. The truth is, Chatterer was running for his life, and he knew it. It is a terrible thing, a very terrible thing, to have to run for one's life. Peter Rabbit knows all about it. He has run for his life often. Sometimes it has been Reddy Fox behind him, sometimes Bowser the Hound, and once or twice Old Man Coyote. Peter has known that on his long legs his life has depended, and more than once a terrible fear has filled his heart. But Peter has also known that if he could reach the old stone wall or the dear old briar patch first, he would be safe and he always reached it. So when he has been running with the terrible fear in his heart, there has always been hope there too. But Chatterer the Red Squirrel was running without hope. Yes, sir, there was nothing but fear, terrible fear, in his heart, for he knew not where to go. The hollow tree or the hollows in the old stone wall where he would be safe from anyone else, even Farmer Brown's boy, offered him no safety now, for the one who was following him with hunger in his angry red eyes could go into any hole big enough for him to squeeze into. You see, it was Shadow the Weasel from whom Chatterer was running, and Shadow is so slim that he can slip in and out of places that even Chatterer cannot get through. Chatterer knew all this, and so because it was no use to run to his usual safe hiding places, he ran in just the other direction. He didn't know where he was going. He had just one thought, to run and run as long as he could, and then, well, he would try to fight, though he knew it would be of no use. Oh dear! Oh dear! He sobbed as he ran out on the branch of a tree and leaped across to the next tree. I wish I had minded my own business. I wish I had kept my tongue still. Shadow the Weasel wouldn't have known where I was if he hadn't heard my voice. Oh dear! Oh dear me! What can I do? What can I do? Now in his great fright, Chatterer had run and jumped so hard that he was beginning to grow very tired. Presently, he found that he must make a very long jump to reach the next tree. He had often made as long a jump as this and thought nothing of it. But now he was so tired that the distance seemed to look twice as great as it really was. He didn't dare stop to run down the tree and scamper across. So he took a long breath, ran swiftly along the branch, and leaped. His hands just touched the tip of the nearest branch of the other tree. He tried his very best to hold on, but he couldn't. Then, down, down, down he fell. He spread himself out as flat as he could, and that saved him a little. But still, was a dreadful fall, and when he landed, it seemed for just a minute as if all the breath was gone from his body. But it wasn't quite and in another minute he was scrambling up the tree. And this is the end for this chapter.